0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score Nord Studios. TCL,
1: America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained.
0: Alright, welcome into another episode of Unchained. This is the first one of the winter season, which means that I am here, Zolgad freezing my took us off, and Patrick Roycey is in Fort Myers, all warm and comfortable. How are you, sir?
1: The winter home of Ricey Unchained, we refer to this. They used to always refer to it like the Dodger over Vero Beach. The winter home of the Los Angeles Dodgers and stuff like that. So on. this is the winter home of the Ricey Unchained, uh, and it's uh, been uh, gorgeous since we got here a few days ago. So so far, so none none of those cold fifty degree nights where oh, you gotta you
0: poor baby.
1: You gotta worry about uh, walking around the complex at night because the alligators might not like it in the pool. They might come out and, and happen to be standing there, and you stand on one of them, they might not take it well. So no, anyway.
0: they, they very well might not take it well.
1: All right, explain that fiasco on Saturday to me that was uh that second half was horrible That a whole entire offensive effort i uh it, i think that uh i said this on twitter and then it got carried away but I, I know we give zim a lot of heat about wanting to run the game just to protect his defense Yep. I think we found out again Saturday he's trying to protect his offensive line, too, don't you?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that was a, uh, I believe the best way to put that was two words, ass whooping.
1: <laughs> yes, it was. Wow. I mean, they had, I looked it up, they made 65 yards those last two drives when the game was over. Mm-hmm. And they finished with 147 and two first downs. So they had five first downs. And 80 yards with seven minutes to go in a game. Something like that. Yes. And and by the way, they had seven first downs against the Packers, right? And that was the lowest total since 1971?
0: Yes, I believe that's correct. They tied
1: it. They tied it three games later. Yes. They had seven again. Yes. What the hell? How's that possible?
0: Uh you know what if you watch the game you saw it, it's they just got their butts whipped in every way imaginable they got their butts whipped it it was embarrassing
1: and the uh 49ers uh we you all I think we all look back at the 49ers or their dynasty you know they had a very good defense and all that stuff but we looked at them as that I don't want to use the word finesse team but a, but a team that outsmarted you was wily you know they they had great offensive concepts and stuff right this is a real physical bunch you know and they're basically playing around their quarterback in my theory you know Mm -hmm. he was they don't want him to they do not want him to have to win the game because he's he's very erratic but you know what 11 for 19 for however many yards and uh but they're gonna run it and they're gonna play defense and they're when they're healthy we in the middle of the season when they're having some trouble they were m- missing like four or five of their defensive guys yes they're they're healthy now they're uh you know i saw them beat up the packers what was it 37-8 uh at uh, the sunday night game. End of november and i said you know cuz i was kind of in the camp that ah, they might be overrated <laughs> and i saw what they did that night physically and i thought I think I told you guys last week. I thought they were really a cut above San and New Orleans. I didn't think they were that far above New Orleans as you were sure right. Is. But that's a that is a physical uh, nasty football team, and uh, they got to the point. You know, I know everybody's mad at Kirk, but I think we got to the point where Kirk was ducking <laughs> when he, you know, about a second early. Don't you think? Because he got tired of getting.
0: Yeah, he was under constant pressure. Yeah. Yeah. He, absolutely. Was, he was
1: tired of getting absolutely rocked. And, uh, you know, we now, you know, okay, there's a lot of reasons Zim likes to run, but we found out when uh, Dalvin Cook gets – what, 11 yards on 10 carries. Uh, his offense isn't going to function.
0: My favorite thing, Pat, though, was was before the game, people were saying, "Fire Zimmer, hire Stefanski." Stefanski's a genius. Yeah. After the game, we couldn't wait to kick Stefanski. Oh yeah, butt all right. Clearly.
1: Yeah. Well, the same thing with the and the, the Gopher guy. Uh, he ended up uh, going to Penn State. And who needs him? And then they go and beat up Auburn. And yeah, well, we're glad we got rid of him. We're glad we're, we're, you know what we the, we got a great improvement. Uh, even though the guy had the best offense the Gophers have had in years, but get rid of him. Uh, and this was this was even worse. Get rid of Stefanski. Yep. But uh, I I don't think calling plays had anything to do with it. <laughs> no, I, I, don't I, I talked to uh, I talked to Collar though on on Sunday night as he waited out his journey home on Sunday and uh what we both agreed is Zim got to a point where he was protecting his 17 point defeat yes don't you think Oh, was, the fourth down was, and the fourth yes. and long down not yes. yes what the hell are you punting he didn't for?
0: want philadelphia he didn't you want know, that score again
1: you know, yeah, yeah, he didn't want, yeah, he didn't want it to be thirty-eight to ten or forty-one to ten, right? Mm-hmm. You got, I mean, that's for all the heat he's taking right now. That's that's a right. Why are you, why are you
0: not going for it? I think Collar I, and you were both exactly right. I think he didn't want to see the Philadelphia score repeated, and it, in his mind, seventeen points and a complete debacle was better than. You know, take your pick. Twenty-four points, twenty-seven yes. points. Yes,
1: yeah. Well, he did it twice, right? He yes. basically punted twice. Yes. When okay, fourth and fifteen, you just got sacked. But there's no, no reason in God's green earth to punt. You have no. By the way, Zim, somebody should explain Zim. This is an elimination game. There's, you know, the next game you play is an exhibition. It doesn't make any difference if you lose by forty.
0: I think you guys are right. I think mm-hmm. you're exactly right. I, I think I do love this about pro sports, though. I think my favorite jobs, a, as far as how quickly we turn on people, are okay. offensive coordinators and third base coaches. Yeah, yeah,
1: but we place a lot more blame on offensive coordinators. We do, third but third I'm just saying, coach. the third base coach—if oh, yeah. he screws
0: up, we're like, hey, "What's his name? Uh, he should be fired." Well, six
1: years later, he's still. Once you've, once they've turned on you, yes, in that position. You're done. Yes. You know, once they've decided you're no good at it, uh, like waving Wendell Kim with the Cubs, right? Yes. I I talked to I talked to uh, my friend Pete Abram from uh, the uh, Red Sox, and then I talked to Mark Gonzalez from the who covers the White Sox. You know, and because I was trying to write a piece on our uh, when our uh, crazy third base coach had his bad weekend. And I said, who's your, who's the most vilified third base coach by these two rabid fan bases? And they both said, waving Wendell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he coached third in both places and they hated him in both towns. Yes. So, Couldn't, uh, he, yeah. he didn't know when, when to wave guys. And now Stefansky's a moron because you've got absolutely drilled by San Francisco. Yeah. And to your point, had very little to do with play calling. Do you,
1: do you feel that, uh, that uh, Collar is right and that uh, you will see a much more wide open play calling in Cleveland than uh, we saw that Stefanski was the, the, the Stefanski had to do this not to end up like De Filippo and get fired and yes and basically when De Filippo got fired it was because he wouldn't do what Zim told him to do and Stefanski in order to keep his job was going to run on first and second down no matter what. So, mm-hmm. I I think
0: there's probably a case here, to be made there.
1: I don't know. I haven't been around this guy. Is he a bright young man or here, what?
0: What's here, the deal? We don't know, but this is... Okay, so this is my thing with Stefanski. We either loved him and said that he he should have played Zim or now say good riddance. We have no idea because no. because I'll continue to say this. He worked for Gary Kubiak. Yes. Like, this is... This is, yeah. if I go to work for you, and you tell me you're going to write in the Roycey style, Judd, and I want my job, and I say, okay, that's fine, but I like to get to the point quickly. I'm not going to get to the point quickly if no, I'm writing no, in the Roycey you know. style.
1: No, that's true. You know, And here's the, you know, you and, and by the way, who did Zim say was the greatest hire he ever made? It wasn't Kevin Stefanski. Correct. It was Gary Kubiak. Correct. So now... Are they? Are, is this a disaster waiting to happen? Are they going to make Kubiak's kid the play caller? That's my guess. He's going and to go from quarterback to coach. Does
0: anybody think he's a bright young genius? I don't think it matters to be honest. I think the old man's going to tell him exactly what to do. Mike's going to like it, and I don't think it's going to matter one bit. I think. All that's, right. That's... What is Zim's? He's got one year left, right? Uh, right now he does. Yes, he is. Still so you to... give
1: him a you 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 give him a one year extension, right? That's all they're going to give him, right? Yeah, that's probably so. Right. Then so then sure. he'll be working on a two year deal, and then it'll, be, and then if things don't go well, it's like Gardy, You know, the Twins gave Guardy two years, knowing they were going to fire him after the next year, but mm-hmm. it was kind of a going away present. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would think the Vikings are going to do it. I, I would be surprised. Now they could come up with a phony two year two year extension that looks like it's for three years but he doesn't get paid the third year the the what's laughingly known as the Jim Wacker extension around here where they gave him a two year extension but the second year had no guaranteed money in it. And uh that could uh you know I I think he's got one more year, don't you?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And and then they definitely
1: and if he if he gets fired, he'll have enough of in his contract to get paid for one more year. Mm-hmm. he will be his going away present. Of course, mm-hmm. the great thing about the NFL is, if you then take another job, they can deduct that from what they pay you. <laughs> they unlike Major League Baseball, where if they fire you, they got to pay you. So. Can't double dip. Not in the National no, Football. League. Not, you can't oh, do they, that. They get away with. They burning, won't allow it. They? But uh, it it was a, it was an offensive effort for the ages that was just horrendous. It was unbelievable. But it I'm, was it was remindful of uh, trying to win playoff games with Gary Quazzo at quarterback back in the you know bef- before they went and got Tarkington back here.
0: Didn't they? They show a graphic, Patrick, that there was one point I believe it was in the second half where they showed the fewest first downs by a team in a playoff game was six, and I think at that point the done. Vikings were at five, and then to your point, they got two more later.
1: Oh, they went twenty seven minutes without a first down. <sighs> yeah, twenty seven minutes. I know. Unbelievable!
0: It's one of the it's one of the great clunkers of all time. Yeah,
1: and Zim could say, "Well, we only lost twenty seven to ten, but uh, it was uh, it was pathetic." But I think it also shows you, okay, you can go beat New Orleans, you can play your rear end off, you can come home happy, but you got to pl- climb on that plane and play six days later and fly out to the West Coast. Uh, you know, it's tough. It's it's tough to bring your a game, unfortunately for them, they brought their D game. Yep, but it's 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 a it's a now. Is that the deal if you're the sixth seed you got to play on Saturday? Is I did deal? not
0: realize that, and and that that was the only thing I thought was slightly unfair. Uh, that you don't get at least a week didn't off seem to bother Tennessee though. No, <laughs> oh, hell no, no, yeah. not a bit, not a bit. And and you know what, if you're the Vikings, then. Beat the Packers in the Monday night game, grab that fifth seed, and make your life simpler. Mm -hmm. That is still,
1: that Packer game is still one of the most unexplainable games in Viking history to me, That, that they could let that defense, you know, the, dominate them in, in that incredibly almost comical fashion. But at least Delvin Cook wasn't playing that game, right? right? You could and sort of. Thielen, Thielen wasn't playing that game. He, you had all hands on deck. Hey, huh?
0: what happened on the Thielen route that Sherman picked the ball off on? That was the. Supposedly he thing. cut it off,
1: they said. He cut, wasn't supposed to cut it off, but he did.
0: All right. That's, that's all I read. I but, mean, I uh, saw that too, but I'm not sure I'm buying what the heck happened there.
1: No, but Zim was quick to call him out on it. <laughs> Wasn't he? Sim-cat. I tell you what, though, they're going to have more cap money than they know what to do with here, aren't they? You're, first of all, the cap money's going way up, right, at $15, 20000000 or something. Xavier Rhodes is gone. Trey Waynes is gone. Linval Joseph is gone. Uh, Everson Griffin is gone. There, uh, you know, there's uh, – when when those – Offense when those twenty-eight-year-old offensive linemen hit the market, Mm -hmm. you can't wait till the second day. You can't. You got to get the number one guy, Mm -hmm. no matter even if you're overpaying them by fifty million. You know, twenty-five million guaranteed. You got to get a difference maker. They have an offensive line that does not have a standout on it. O'Neal might become one. You know, at least a guy who's uh, you know honorable mention Pro Bowl or some damn thing. But the rest, they don't have good. You know, they don't have they don't have the two defensive tackles that I mean, offensive tackles like New Orleans, where you change your pass rush so you don't have to deal with them, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. I they mean, do. they don't Maybe have not.
1: any studs. They're they got an offensive line uh, that uh, just does not have to me. The whole world of sports is based on difference makers, right? Yep. you have difference makers or not? That offensive line doesn't have one.
0: And, right? no, and their guards now, if you put those, you know, big athletic defensive tackles against their guards, and Bradbury too as well, they're lost. You know, yeah. the pressure on social media.
1: Bradbury's got a chance in a couple of years offline. Yeah. Line. I mean, Josh Klein. I don't blame him. He, you know, they brought him in and put him in a lineup, and he's not. You know, there was never a thought that he was a standout. And Alpha Line, Alf Line, has turned into a disappointment. But uh, and and the, you know, guards have become as important as tackles, don't you think? Maybe not as important, but damn near.
0: Because, no, they're very close uh, now. It's because that,
1: that in your face. Pass rush bothers quarterbacks more than uh, the old blindside stuff is not. The, right, you know that's not the number one issue anymore. Right, boy, how far behind the curve though are is uh, the NFC in quarterbacks? Because uh, we got we have one AFC quarterback, Russell, right? Russell belongs the in the. I mean. No, yeah. Russell belongs to the AFC yeah, right. with Mahomes and say. Lamar yeah. Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Right? I mean Russell is Russell has take took that collection of mutts he was playing with and had the the Packers reeling again. How about once, that? How about once that they game? let once they let him open up, once they let him yep. once they basically said, Russell, draw something in the dirt and run around. He's fantastic. He should okay Lamar. is going to win it because he had a great year until he stunk it out Saturday. But this guy's the MVP for what he did for a
0: mediocre
1: team. This guy is so damn good. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it was it was incredible because he was the only reason. He was one guy going against the entire Packer team. The yes, only reason why they was, had a chance. It was. It was. It was. It was you know. Somebody
1: compared, compared him to Fran. Somebody said it was like Fran. Yeah, except Fran and Fran had Doug Atkins chasing him. He didn't have that those two Smith guys oh. chasing him. You know, let's not mention Fran and Russell Wilson athletically in the same breath. Okay, that he was God. He was good last night. I mean, he, he. I, I tell you what, if uh, if Rogers hadn't made that throw to. Uh, to Adams on the sideline, they would have won that game. Yeah. Uh, I Seattle thought they were going to, Pat. That. Yeah. Because they, I mean, those, the Packers' defensive guys were just sitting there with their hands on their hips, sucking wind, and they'd get surrounded with three or four guys, and he'd go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah he, he was,
1: fantastic. and the, what was that sound again? The, the throws he makes with his head up, he sees these guys when he's running for his life. I've always said that about him. When he, when he, you know, unlike Teddy, yep. our guy Teddy, who hey, wasn't that good an athlete, Uh-oh. but Teddy, when he ran, was running away from guys. This guy's running away from guys, but he's looking for receivers,
0: which is a fantastic talent. He throws the football like it's a basketball to me. Like yeah. he's looking, he's looking like a point guard would. A oh, good, how about
1: that little? Well, he had the one little shovel pass in the front, and then he had the one off to the side when yes. he had about four guys ready to kill him. And he just goes, Bloop. Off to the side. Yeah,
0: he must have been a point guard in basketball. He's uh, God, he was good. But yes, you you watch you watch Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, and that group Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. And then you watch Kirk and you say to yourself, You look like you're playing in an old timers league, Kirk. Yep. And the rest of you are playing where the sport is going. And by the way, Drew Brees looked like he was playing in an old timers game. Yeah. Against the
1: Vikings a week earlier, and Brady looks like he was playing in an old timer's game. Yeah, they, uh, they. I, I think we all, though, in advance, kind of thought Ryan Tannehill versus Lamar Jackson was a mismatch, didn't you?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we were all on that Ryan Tannehill bandwagon. Oh, we all we all said you got no chance against Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. no. We.
1: I'd like to have Derek by. Henry on my team. <laughs> Nobody wants to tackle that
0: sob man. Those guys, man, that and that guy will be done in what three years or something? Oh God, yeah, and he'll be absolutely beat up. But yeah,
1: he's he's already been hurt, right? Missed some time in yeah. the past, but what a monster! Anyway,
0: so how, how much success do you think that the Vikings are going to have when they approach Zim and do what you just basically said, which is tell him Zim, you're coming back, but a bunch of your defensive favorites aren't. Because that I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Well, Lindvall, I mean Lindvall, did
1: had a terrible year, didn't you think? I mean, they when he's there, they're not supposed to be able to run between your, you know, run run up the middle like everybody did, uh, all the good teams did. He's got to go. Uh, you know, Everson Griffin. Now, maybe Everson will come back if they'll they'll put the screws to him and pay him half of what they owe him. Maybe he comes back as a part-time player. You know, uh, but Roads. I mean, he's he's got to be all in on Roads, right? Uh, letting Roads go. I you mean, would think he, he would stopped be? playing. The only reason he started started playing him again the last two weeks was because Hughes was hurt, and Trey Wayne's. You can't. You know, is somebody going to give him a lot of money? I think so. Really? I wouldn't, but based I think somebody, on what?
0: Based on the fact of the position he plays, and he plays a lot, and based on the fact that those guys are, are hard to find. Now, I wouldn't be that guy. I wouldn't give him a lot, but I think somebody. It's one dumb team, right? How about so you? I think, think
1: Spielman at bail and go to Cleveland?
0: To, no, no, him. because no, because I believe the structure there is for the head coach to have as much or more more power than the GM. This guy, who we don't even know what yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm. I, it's Cleveland. Kevin Stefanski? Well, you know what? You know what? Kevin Stefanski is going to get power. I want to give you credit here. You pointed out on Twitter, so so yesterday, we, all, we immediately started to see that Shermer was going to go to Cleveland because he loves Stefanski so much. Yeah. And as you pointed out, and I think I did too, you really think a guy that got fired by Jimmy Haslam after two seasons— is going to love Stefanski so much that he's going to go be Stefanski's O.C. You're crazy.
1: Yes, and by the way, and not call plays. Because one reason they're hiring Stefanski is to have him call plays, right?
0: Uh, yeah, which, by the
1: way, might not work either. Well, But but Shermer, you know, he's not going to go anywhere where he's not going to call plays. Right. But the other thing is, I couldn't find it, but I swear to God, a couple of years ago, I read something about Shermer ripping the hell out of uh, Haslam. So. Or he when, probably when, did when when another guy got fired. Maybe when Hugh got fired or something.
0: I, in fact, I, I forgot. I think it was 2012. Patrick, Shermer's OC in Cleveland, Chile. Oh, really? Chile lasted one year with. I think that was I oh, think because
1: Shermer uh, got hired by the old administration, correct? And then half of bought
0: the team and got
1: fired, correct? And Shermer thought he'd signed on for a rebuilding project, and then they fired him. Yes, but he Shermer Schirmer. Schirmer's uh, record in uh, the Giants. Uh, uh, pretty much indicates that he's now going to be an assistant coach for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. But you say he's going to Denver, it looks
0: like? That's what, yeah. The the report was, well, I, I guess the Denver coach, Fangio, said a couple weeks ago that his OC was sa- was safe, and then... The report came out yesterday that he had immediately fired him and was going to hire. <laughs> sure, which is another reason why I love this league. But oh, yeah. yeah, they. I think they saw Pat there. Well, and Pat wasn't going to come back here because he sure as hell wasn't going to work for Gary Kubiak no, either. oh God no. He's Everyone's like he's back. coming back to. The- no, he's not. No, the
1: only reason he. The only reason way he would have come back is if uh, if uh, Kubiak left. And by the way, right. Shermer's been fired enough. He's got to look at this situation and know that Zim's a, you know if if Zim doesn't you know Zim's going to have to have at least as good a year this year and uh, you know to, to survive. And right now the outlook isn't all that great. Well,
0: yeah, well, and Zim and Rick too. Yeah. After after 2020, well, I, hey, no I don't
1: trust either. I don't trust these guys.
0: I don't trust Ziggy. Uh,
1: I don't. I I don't think those two guys are set. You know, and it could be two weeks from now. But I wouldn't be surprised. Really, if, uh, I you know what they were—they had the quick trigger. They had the quick trigger before they hired Zimmer, didn't
0: they? They you know they
1: they liked it. yeah they had as quick a trigger on Chili as you could possibly have.
0: Yeah, and then Les got well. Actually, Les Les survived third three and thirteen, got yes. into the playoffs, then had a disappointing season, then got blown out by. But that was by Rick. He got yeah. blown out more by Rick than yes. the Wilfs.
1: Well, I guess what I'm saying is these guys think that. You know, they put several hundred dollars into that new stadium. They figure they deserve a uh, championship. You know, so and they paid. I still think uh, yeah. the eighty-four. I, I still think signing Cousins was as much deal as the, as much of the Wolf's deal as a Wolf's deal as it was Spielman's. I I don't think Spielman went to beg them to sign Kirk Cousins. I think it was ownership. You think it was them. Yep, I think it interesting. was interesting. I think they thought that. Uh, we're going to prove to these people how much we want to win. So, did you see yeah, my hot true. thing? Did yeah. you? See, I mentioned this to Wetmore yesterday, but did you see my hot thing on uh, Twitter yesterday? What was that? I probably did. Comparing the Twins' starting rotation to the Vikings' offensive line. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> two, uh, two, very flawed groups, uh, and I. I and, and it has now caused it caused some discussion in the Twin Cities. And I think it's an important topic that we should continue to investigate, don't you?
0: Well, what what should meaningful? (laughs) What should infuriate us more, and who should we call cheaper? Yeah, well, I think it's with
1: the uh, Vikings, of course. It's your distribution of money, correct? That you you have a your aces. The twins have the twins have ignored a very important era. I mean, uh, area and uh, to a great degree, and the uh, the. They, they have addressed their pitching shortage, starting pitching shortage, with the same type of people, you know, Rich Hill and Homer Bailey, yes. that the Vikings have addressed their shortage in the offensive line with these veterans who are not real good. Right? Yes. I mean, it's, yeah. very, sim- it's very similar. Yeah. Now, their excuse is they're spending all this money on uh, – you think deep in their hearts they wish they hadn't uh, acceded to uh, to Zim's wish to bring Anthony to lobby with Anthony Barr not to sign with the Jets? Because what kind of year did he have? Pretty ordinary, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he was. And, and that's the one I didn't get. That's the one I don't understand why when he left the building they didn't say, we're going to allocate that money for elsewhere.
1: Yep. And, uh, they, yeah, I did and but that that had to be all Zim.
0: They had to give Zim his way on that one. Right. right. That's but that's my question now is think, is this Spielman, going to be different? Are we going to I tell think, Zim no?
1: I think Spielman on that one was ready to uh, uh oh yeah, Zim Zim is now in a situation where he hasn't given uh he is not given uh orders to anybody, you know. He's now He's now making requests. He is not making demands after this. After this fiasco, that's my theory, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I, think well, he's, I would hope that. No, today's. Zim, We, Zim, We did it your way this uh, this year. You uh, and and your biggest. You know, you, there was three huge moments in the season: Green Bay at home,
0: yep, at
1: New Orleans, at San Francisco, and your team showed up one out of three. That ain't good enough.
0: Right. Well, and and go go back to Week 2 at Green Bay where you were down 21 nothing, but had a chance to come back and win and you couldn't do it. Or Kansas City where you didn't face Mahomes, you faced Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. Because that, that, if you win, let's say, two of those games, now your seed changes completely for the playoffs and you're not having to go to San Francisco on Saturday.
1: You know what I was sad about last night, though? That I wasn't a sports columnist in Houston. <laughs> How much fun could oh, you have... First oh. of all, you have to try to get Frank Reich on the telephone,
0: right? You have to try Is our guy John McClain in Houston yeah, okay? John, oh, yeah, he'll, he's still down there. Well, I haven't looked up his stuff He's yet. the godfather of Houston football yeah, going back is. to the Oilers, so he oh, might yeah. not have taken this well.
1: No, but he's a great guy. But I got to look up his stuff. I talked to him what I was dealing with him on some other issue this year, and I talked to him. But, uh, God, I forgot to look up his stuff, but I bet it was hilarious. But, I mean, okay, different franchise. Yep. But two worst playoff losses in history, right?
0: Yeah, you're right. The
1: uh, Warren Boone game in (laughs) Buffalo, and now this. Yeah. I I saw the columnist. They have some fella, I don't know him, Smith, uh, say, O'Brien's got to go. I don't know. That big punt. Sunday was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen okay they just scored a touchdown it's 24 to 7 you've dominated the whole half you have and by the way uh five minutes ago on fourth and one you decided to kick a field goal instead of uh go for another touchdown that would make it 28-0 and now you're going to fake a punt
0: God Almighty! That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Didn't the Oilers at least have the courtesy to melt down in the second half against Buffalo? Yes, yeah. That I was mean, these the, guys just got their hey. the Second quarter, they gave up
1: 28 points in the second quarter. You know, at least
0: get me to the third quarter before you decide <laughs> to go on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, that was the one that uh, nobody could believe. But
1: this was this was uh, astounding. Kansas City very mediocre defensively. Mm-hmm. But when you get 51, I guess you don't have to worry about it. So.
0: That was the damnedest thing, though, because I I got up to the press box at the wild game, and I think it was, what, 24 It was 24-0. Yeah, Uh, 24-0, and and everyone said it. It
1: it was 14-0 in two seconds, because first of all, they forgot to cover a receiver, and uh, and it was like a 70-yard touchdown pass right off the bat. Yep. And then they blocked the punt, three and out, and they blocked the punt, and it's 14-0, just like that. And Andy's on the sidelines, and everybody's tweeting. Andy Reid, he can't get a team ready for a playoff game.
0: And and then it's uh, then they gave up fifty-one. Explain the Titans, though. That's the one that I need an explanation. Ryan, I can't
1: believe what they did to Baltimore. I wasn't surprised they beat uh, beat New England by being physical. You know, sure. But uh, to uh, to basically kick. Baltimore's ask is Baltimore is very good defensively you know this was a this was a physical team that not only had Lamar Jackson on an explosive offense but they had to they had an outstanding defense and uh to go in there and just send Henry at him and smash him again was uh was very astounding but I, but I, I can't yeah. explain it. I can't
0: explain it. But I just love the fact that the Vikings what pay Cousins eighty four million for three years, thinking this is this is finally going to be the guy, and the Titans signed Tannehill essentially off the street. Twenty from cents, my, yeah, yeah. He's
1: still getting paid by and he's Miami. still playing,
0: still getting paid by Miami,
1: and you know they screwed up the number one quarterback draft. Yes. by taking Mariani. Usually, when you do that you're screwed right
0: yes and, uh, and you should be
1: <laughs> and nothing can. well we'll sign this Tannehill. he can't get a job and finally Marriott is so rotten that midseason, mid-season you switch quarterbacks and
0: he's in for play fakes now uh yeah i think Mar- yeah. marcus was was in for the jump pass by uh that the titans made yeah that's about all he does now
1: it's uh it's astounding though But the year they went to the Super Bowl, it was kind of the same way. They were just kind of a mean, nasty team. Steve McNair was a, you know, was had been a good quarterback, but he was kind of on the downside. And uh, and they when they who who I I was there when they when they went to the Super Bowl Rams. Was it in Nashville? In Nashville, they lost.
0: They lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl, right? In the the Super Bowl, yeah. When the guy got
1: tackled, he got tackled Yeah. No, but I can't remember who they beat in Nashville. Oh, the, to go, okay. The That's right, your game. old days of going
0: remember. to the AFC yeah. title game correspondent for the Star Tribune.
1: Yes, I went to all of them. Yeah. I got to hear uh, uh, Bill Polian, the high-class Bill Polian, screaming obscenities when Richard Seymour got hurt. Stay down, you big, big, I was very,
0: very, very impressed with his classiness. Bill Polian or Ron Curran, the old blues GM in a press box, which yeah, one do you Caron take? Yeah, was funny. Oh, Curran was great.
1: Curran was uh, funny. Paulian was just, you know, a jackass. But at least he came up. At least he invented a very successful new football league. Yeah, yeah, he's which, a, he's one which of lasted pompous for, asses of all time, Bill Paulian. Which lasted for what? Two months. Yeah. Chile bailed on it. Chili, I, oh, I, called, him up and I, I called him up and I called him up. I said, "What's going on?" He says, oh, "I just didn't think it was for me." He didn't tell me they got no
0: chance. Chile was supposed to coach Atlanta, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, he he quit before the start of training camp about a week And he's now the start of training
0: is he back on Neggy's on uh, consultant on that staff I with think the bears is now. Is that what he's bears, doing yeah. now?
1: Chili's got a tree, man. Now that Stefanski's at Cleveland, he's got a tree, right? Yes. Chili's got a coaching tree. Yes, he does. Stefanski's his boy. He ain't uh you know, he
0: ain't Zim's boy. He's got Tomlin. He's on the tree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't... That Tomlin short, went to Pittsburgh. It was a one-year did, tree, but that's okay. That branch didn't have long to grow. Oh, that, yeah. branch, that branch has been in Pittsburgh but a long time Chile now. Chili
1: helped him get the job. Yeah. I
0: mean, Chili didn't
1: want to lose him, but he helped him get the job. Okay. Hey, if, Tom Tomlin, had stayed, if Tom, Tomlin had stayed, if Tomlin had stayed, Chili would have beat the Saints and gone to the Super Bowl. Because so, his defense would have been better, right? <laughs>
0: You could think that possibly, That's yeah. Jelly right. the, the, underrated. The answer to your AFC question: Jacksonville. You saw Tennessee beat Jacksonville. Oh yeah, beat,
1: uh, beat uh, Tom Coughlin, right?
0: Yes. Yep. Yep. that was a Jacksonville team
1: that was like fourteen and two or something like that. They were successful quickly. Jeff back Diamond was running the uh, Titans in. I remember going down on the field and they were, like the media started walking out on the field back then, interviewing guys, and uh, Jeff Diamond was down there very happy. He was running. He was the president of the. That's Titans
0: right. Yeah. Right, because he got blown out here, right?
1: Yeah, the, yeah, the Vikings. The uh, Vikings. Denny stabbed him in the back and got you know he won the uh, NFL Executive of the Year award after '98. Yep. And Zimmy was at the bank and and Denny was at the same dinner and did not even tell him congratulations.
0: Really? Yeah. I love was, football uh, pettiness.
1: And that was you know Jeff Diamond, one of the greatest guys that ever lived. He yeah. he was not. He was not looking for recognition, not doing anything anti-Denny, but Denny was so paranoid about anybody else getting any credit that mm-hmm. he, uh, he did not like. He did not like the idea that somebody would say, oh, the executive of the year was, uh, was uh, Jeff Diamond. He must have had something to do with putting together this team, and Denny wanted
0: all the credit. Football people paranoid never happens. I don't know no, what you're talking that's about. True.
1: They are the most paranoid group of human beings in sports. I would have liked to been uh, in the uh, press box in uh, San Francisco if the Vikings group they they do they still sit in the press box they probably don't huh? after
0: you I hope not, not. in candles,
1: not in candlestick uh,
0: whatever the hell the name of this Levi in. Stadium in Santa Clara Levi now. Stadium They're out in, f- way out of San basically Francisco now. it's
1: in halfway to L A
0: but uh, uh, yeah I don't after they, you they
1: probably don't after
0: after you hey, sat in front of them they, in in Giant Stadium and then. The game with me and Seifert in Miami in that godforsaken sort of baseball press box where mm-hmm. you're like, "What are you doing? This <laughs> is awful!" and Seifert's kicking your foot. It's, Brzezinski's right behind us.
1: Uh, I cared a lot. Uh, I know.
0: But by the way,
1: the forty-one donut game was so bad. The Seifert, the most responsible, best. sports beat guy I ever worked with in my 50 years. Yep. Even he was cracking jokes. (laughs) He had the Waswa Sirwanga joke. He says, look, he looks like they're throwing a dog to a Frisbee, faking and throwing a dog to the Frisbee down on the field when the the pump fakes that Collins would get out to the right and Waswa would start
0: running and throw
1: the ball in front of him.
0: Hey, they deserved it that day. By that point in time, they deserved it. What would have Zim? Uh, uh, Forty. It was
1: thirty-four. Nothing at halftime. The Giants took it easy on him.
0: Yeah, yeah. But see, Zim, Zim, by not going for it on fourth down, didn't want the score to be too bad. No,
1: no. Zim was.
0: I think Collar and I there. think you were exactly right on that. I think yeah. Zim said, "I'm not. Give, I'm not letting my defense give up more points. That's my baby. This offense is on Stefanski." But, the
1: uh, you know, the weekend certainly uh, with uh, what Tennessee did and that Packer game last night and, uh, you know, Kansas City uh, more than anything, we once again found out we watched the NFL. Yep. Right? I mean, uh, watching that Kansas City thing when it's 24 to nothing and you know it's over and it's going to be one of the most embarrassing losses in Kansas City history. And they end up getting 51. It's uh, I guess it's why we uh, – we're, we're addicted to the
0: NFL. Hey, explain the or basketball, men's basketball team to me. If they you got can.
1: one fantastic player who's going to be in the lottery uh, next year when he goes, and he's going to be a top-ten pick, I believe. Auteur is great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then, then the rest of them, if they make some shots, they're okay. If they don't make shots, they're no good. And, uh, you know, now I was talking to Mark Webber on here who's a, you know runs the – things for the twins and uh big basketball guy and he can't figure out why everybody isn't doing what iowa did which was double him and attack him at all times yeah and then if the gophers choose to make shots then you might they might uh, beat you but to put the pressure on cal and uh, marcus carr and those guys to actually make shots and don't let O'Tura uh, tear you up in the middle but uh that hasn't happened but the big, look at the big 10 now uh Ohio State came in here. It was one of the great victories in our lifetimes, right? <laughs> the greatest victory ever. They're now 1-4 and four in a league. You
0: yeah. can't win
1: a road game. Yeah. They're getting their ass kicked on the road everywhere. Yep. Uh, Purdue they, uh, Purdue beats the Gophers. They go down to Illinois, get 37 points or something, and then you're laughing at them. And last night they gave what? Michigan, or over the weekend they gave Michigan State 42 or something like that. I think the the modern basketball, Judd, is just, you know, if if guys are, you know, the, it's just it's an in and out game. You throw it in, you, or you drive it, or you throw it back out. And if if your guys aren't making three pointers, mm-hmm. you get beat. You get beat, and then the more they miss, the more pressure there is on them to make it right. It's it's a completely erratic uh, erratic uh, big the Big Ten is supposed to be very strong but boy when these teams are bad they are bad
0: and what was the stat through the first cycle of games that the big 10 didn't have a road team that won or they had one road team that won no the
1: the first that the early december uh thing where you play one home one road yep uh michigan state was two and all because they won at northwestern they were the first road team Northwestern was 0-2. They were the first road team to win. Everybody else was 1-1. One and one. So the Gophers sure. were tied for 2nd and 13th. <laughs> so yeah. nobody wins on the road. It's it's funny. College basketball is uh, is like the last bastion of how road teams can never win, right? Yep. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's true. It's the last bastion. I mean, the NBA, it's, you know. The best team usually wins, whether it's home or road. I mean, it's still an advantage in the NBA, but it's not insurmountable. But hockey, football, baseball—it doesn't make that much difference right. anymore. Whether you're at home or road. Oh, good, we got to we got to get that home series in the ALCS or the ALDS. Well, if you're pitching stinks, it ain't going to help you any. You
0: know. Yeah, so. if you're starting Randy Dominick in Game Two, it doesn't yeah, really matter either good, way, man, does it? Is. If you played it in uh, one place hey, or the other. Hey Patrick, so what sport? has changed the most to the point where you don't like it now? Cause baseball obviously has changed a lot too. And time of games and and that, th- what sports changed Baseball's the most changed
1: a lot. And I don't like the idea that, that every pitch is treated like science and that, uh, that you got all the three, two counts because everybody's trying to make the perfect pitch. But, basketball by far i used to be a basketball nut i loved it i I hate the three-point game i hate i hate the idea that uh you're taking you i i always love the outside shooters but i don't want every jackass that puts on a uniform who can't shoot shooting threes because some analytical guy says well they're worth 50 percent more points and uh you know some nights josh akogi's gonna make a couple but for the season he's shooting 20 percent. i don't want him shooting i want him to you know i i just i don't like the game i okay it's uh you know and whenever i write that or talk about it i get okay boomer uh this is the modern modern uh nba i agree it's the modern nba and i don't like it i can't stand to watch it so
0: you know so basketball takes it for you oh basketball by
1: far i used to it used to be a close second to baseball for me. you were a wolf
0: season ticket holder when they started. Yeah,
1: they did it, Augie
0: and I for a couple
1: of years there, and uh, now it's uh, you know I like I like the grinding game they used to play better than this stupid game they play now. But you know what the the it it fits American society right now though because it's it's a game run by the players, run by the stars, and you know they they. Somebody makes a three, they can cheer like they just saw a home run or something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yeah, but I don't, I have no time for it. You know, I, I watch very little NBA now. And uh, although I got to admit that I've always been a clicker in the winter, you know, yeah. click right. to the wild to see if, you know, my rules on the wild. Yeah. If it's, uh, if I click over and it's the end of the first period and it's a one goal game, I'll watch for five minutes. Until the end of the period. All right. And then if I click over and somebody's on a power play, I'll watch that. And then in the last, and then if I click over in the last five minutes and there's a two goal game, then I'll watch that. Even okay. though, because I know it's yep. the worst league in the Two, two hockey. goal leads are awful. <laughs> worst, Nobody worst wants in, to be up
0: by two. Worst lead in hockey.
1: So I got to watch that. But I have very specific rules. And in, uh, The NBA, it's, you know, it's no joke that if it's a close game, it's the. Of course, you can't watch the last three minutes because they take 25 minutes. You know what else? Basketball replay has become more annoying in basketball than any of the other sports, too, because we go over there and Kenny Maurer and puts on his headset and acts like it's a big deal. Whether there's eight point six seconds left or eight point seven seconds, and then they triumphantly walk away and announce they're putting two tenths of a second back on the clock
0: drives me nuts. I think you might be right, actually. Yeah. I think that that replay system, because they're they're trying to figure out things that ultimately don't we don't care yeah, about.
1: Yeah. And and you know, possession of the ball, whether it was tipped by somebody's finger, okay, the last minute of the game. We don't need it. Seven minutes into the second half.
0: You, you know what that is? That's the baseball thing. Guy's Spike comes off the bag. He gets tagged. He's out. That was never. The, that was never the intent. Never. No. You're right.
1: No. And I told you, that's uh, my rule for baseball replay. The umpires say, "Nope, too close. Let's go." <laughs> yeah. We're not overturning it. Too close. And, and you know what the what the amazing thing about baseball is? You got four fat asses crew in New York eating pizzas and the umpires figured out so they get a new trip to New York every year to be the replay guys for a week and last year when they needed them they couldn't get a hold of them because they were all out you know next door in the room having uh, New York pizza or some damn thing Yeah, I can't uh, blame them but yeah you're probably right yeah anyway baseball replay drives me crazy but not nearly as bad as basketball because of what basketball is looking at Yes, you know they're looking at these, yes, these stupid little things. It's uh, and it prolongs the game. Everybody's everybody's worried about the time of games in virtually every sport, and then they take these. And, well, we had another, we had another NFL one the other day, mm-hmm. last night, right? Mm-hmm. We took the break because the thing, and then they must have been another five minutes when mm-hmm. they were trying to decide whether Jimmy Graham uh landed on the line or not
0: and then and then they came well, back it's and not said "Not to
1: change what view are you going to come well, up with
0: and then then they they announced it and then they said hold on a second again and came back and said after more what documentation footage, footage, footage. Footage. Where, where did it what's the, the, the zapruder, the zapruder film like by what's the, the more way, footage
1: by the way you jimmy graham basher what'd you
0: think No, oh, yeah i still think you
1: that is so hard up Poor Aaron Rodgers is for receivers. He's got Devonnie Adams. Yep. And now he's got to throw to poor old Jimmy Graham, who could couldn't outrun me. No. But he'll make a clutch catch for you uh, by uh, stealing it away from a defender because he's big and strong. I still want to know Who's where their the more other tight was? end.
0: Who's their other tight end? For the Packers, I have
1: no idea. Do they have one? They've I'm always sure had they good do. tight sure ends. They now they got no tight ends. I'm sure either. they do. It doesn't
0: matter. How they're, bad's
1: they're, it going to be? Uh, they're going to lose to San, San Francisco.
0: Oh yeah, they it could be. They'll lose by two touchdowns at least. At least, yeah, they just you know
1: they're uh, and they got they had about five guys dragged off the field last night too,
0: right? (laughs) Yeah, including the guy that (laughs) I love.
1: I love the NFL, and uh, I talked about this the other day though. The idea that we should have eighteen regular season games, God Almighty, every team is playing with you know eight guys that they don't want to play with right now everybody
0: now they're saying 17 17 but it's still too many yeah well you got to get to the finish line
1: you know yeah i I know yeah what uh, so they're gonna have 17 so who's at home then who gets the extra I, home game, or do we have 17 know. neutrals? We've we got, 17 games, or something. got 17 games in
0: Europe and Mexico City. I've got stuff. no clue. I don't know what they're going to do. Hey, last thing. Um, there are reports, and I only say reports circulating. Cat's coming back this week. Oh, isn't
1: that nice? Well, that, I figured you'd goes, be excited.
0: There goes the defense. They'll be crappy
1: now, they're, uh, now that he's coming back.
0: Overrated. You got to play to be overrated. He's not. He doesn't play now. No, he's never missed a game with Tibbs. Never missed. game. Su- he supposedly is recovered now, but now he's been sick, and so he's supposedly going to come back from his illness. Which I what, what did he catch it from Wiggins? I the one guy I'm happy for in this whole thing is Gorgy.
1: Proved that he's one of their five or six best players, and they make yeah. him sit there all the time because they got uh, you know Noah Vonleh and everybody else. Uh, interest in, with Cat, with Wiggy, interest in Timberwolves right now near one of their all-time lows, I would say, in this market, in this crowded sports market. I'd agree. Nobody gives a damn. I'd agree. Yeah, you're exactly right. I I mean, because they know it's not going to, at least a year ago, they could be mad at Tibbs, right? Yeah. Now they got nobody to be mad at. So they you know and every game yep. no game means anything yep. you know it's uh it's uh and you know there's just too much else going on around here to give a damn.
0: So. Yeah, which is the same because with the Wild taking a step backwards they could have capitalized if they had the right formula to but they don't so you're right no they're you're right not close
1: all right uh all right. we weren't too, we weren't too unchained tonight today but uh we'll we, be unchained
0: next week when, we when you're down
1: here when you're down here in Florida it's
0: getting cloudy though oh, I could no. be unchained yeah the winter
1: that. home it makes you now, tough getting cloudy to be unchained. man I'm uh I'm, I'm very upset
2: all right all right talk See to you. you later hi this is Chris Howard host of plugged in with Chris Howard And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts.